From the new and improved Bob Varley Studios in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of May 23rd, 2012 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the new roundtable this Ooh, week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, and Walter Eccles on the controls, the one and only Dustin West. And uh, joining us this week for one of our segments, our good friend and Dustin's roommate slash cousin, Stephen Sawyer. Welcome aboard, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, in this week's show, Kathy and Teresa will have their counter-service report from around World Showcase at Epcot. We'll also discuss the new 2013 Adventures by Disney itineraries. And Walter, Dustin, Stephen, and I will tell you why we think you should be packing your bags and heading off to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. First, let me apologize that it's going up late. Uh, Dustin and I have been very busy here in the studio. Um, some new recording equipment, some new furniture. Uh, it was just time for a little facelift here, so we've been busy all week, kind of. Completely different looking here. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. absolutely stunning. It's like I'm sitting in a living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's nice, because the other stuff, people, not a lot of people saw, but it was mismatched. It really didn't. Oh, yeah. It looked, yeah. It was it looked, pretty ghetto. If yeah. you actually saw the studio, it was sort of a, wet, a letdown. And now it's actually starting to look like a really nice studio. We're not done yet. We still have some more stuff we want. We need to do in here, especially equipment-wise. There's some, some more things we're going to uh, play around with, but... Uh, you know, generally speaking, I'm real happy. I'm real the happy. The chairs are amazingly comfortable. Yes. Aren't these great? Aren't yeah, they nice? wow. And being high up, you feel sort of energized as opposed to sitting, you know, really low. So, okay. I love it. Cool, yeah. So, um, a couple things. Uh, John and Kevin, of course, uh, not with us this week or next week for that matter. They are in Europe on the Adventures by Disney Viva Italia trip. That was our, our, our special trip. Uh, Walter and I are obviously not there. Uh, I opted not to go. Uh, we opted not to go on that trip because of other commitments that we had, namely the Welcome Center, and uh, decided that it was better for us to stay here so soon after the Welcome Center opened. So they're out having a grand old time in Italy, and I'm spending all the money on new equipment and furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach them to leave me behind. We also want to remind everyone to like us, please. We're very insecure. Um, like us on Facebook uh, follow us on Twitter Uh, please by all means uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel Uh, also on Google Plus join us on Google Plus we'll have links to all this stuff on the show notes page which is podcast.wdwinfo.com especially the YouTube channel as you all know we brought Dustin on last month to uh, work on on videos and uh, he has been he has been feverishly uh, putting up new videos. I think he's put up something like twenty some odd videos. Yeah, in more a month. videos in the last week than we've had since the channel <laughs> opened. <laughs> really, it's crazy. <laughs> it's How crazy. Does he find the time. <laughs> and then, I mean, he was brilliant helping set up all the new audio equipment. Oh yeah, uh, was great. So, you know, but uh, so definitely subscribe to us on on YouTube. Um, most of the team has. Uh, 
Facebook pages. Uh, Walter does, Corey does, Teresa does, Kathy does, Dustin does, I do. Johnny and Kevin do not. Do not, no. <laughs> and they do not, or they're not interested in having, uh, having Facebook pages. Because Facebook is not popular. <laughs> no, I just think they have enough. To, it's too obscure. Yeah, they have enough to keep up with. It's, it's but, the two of them are getting. But very, they're more active on the boards on the podcast board. Yeah, that's but the true. two of them are starting to get very get off my lawn, too. So <laughs> let's let's keep that in mind. Get off my lawn, Mr. Nebercracker. Uh, now, also, um, I, I I wanted to make a point of putting a plug in here for our dear friend Shirley Nelson Brown over at The Perfect Gift. Now, I want to state emphatically up front that I have absolutely no financial relationship with Shirley. Uh, I buy a lot of flowers from her. Uh, She helps us out with our gift bags that we're putting on uh, into the staterooms of our clients on Disney Cruise Line for Dreams Unlimited. But uh, she does not pay us to promote her. Uh, she has never paid us to promote her because I wouldn't wouldn't accept money. Shirley is one of those people that she's just really special. She's been very very special to me, very special to us, and she's one of those people who you know she started a small business. She started it later in life. She has worked at it and continues to work at it like no one I have ever seen. She never stops going. If a delivery needs to be made and some, nobody's around to do it, Shirley gets in the truck and does it. Shirley needs to make deliveries to the ship. She goes to the ship and makes deliveries. This is a woman who's in her 70s. Mm-hmm. And you would never know it to look at her. You'd certainly never know it to talk to her. She is just, I mean, she's just full of energy and vitality and uh, wonderful energy. She's an incredible person to be around. And she's built this amazing business with these gift baskets that she uh, that you can order through the perfectgift.cc that's the website uh, these great gift baskets that she has for the cruise line every type of gift basket you can imagine uh, also flower arrangements if you need a flower arrangement to surprise somebody uh, in their stateroom Shirley can deliver that for you and this is the kind of business you want to support and again, I have no financial relationship with her whatsoever other than I just want to see her do well. That's the reason we opened the Welcome Center where we did. We wanted to draw more attention to Shirley and her great business uh, in addition to what we're trying to do out there. But we figured that was a perfect location right next door. She, people can go over and see Shirley. Shirley can come over and see, her, see us. And Stars aligned. It really sure. did. It really did. So not just because I think she has a wonderful business. I do. Uh, but because she's the kind of person whose business you want to support. She is there for this community. Anything on the boards, anybody needs help. Ask anybody on the Disney Cruise Line board. If they post something, they need help. If Shirley can do it, mm-hmm. she is there. I mean, she has helped She helped get a sick kid to the hospital. She helped somebody who lost their passport. I mean, she's like, I mean, it's, a, it's, un, it's unbelievable. She's a really incredible woman. So is her husband, Norm, and her whole team there at The Perfect Gift. We absolutely love them. So, yeah, I'm making an impassioned plea uh, to think about Shirley. If you're going to buy a gift basket or a flower arrangement that you want to put on the ship, she's your, she's your girl. The Perfect Gift, 
www.ghostofthecoast.cc is the website. Uh, toll free 1-800-950-4559 inside Florida, 321-799-GIFT. That's 321-799-4438. And uh, tell her you heard it on the show so she knows that uh, we love her. And uh, just I wanted to make sure I put that plug out there and get used to it because I'm going to do it every so often. So <laughs> it's, not adver- it's not like paid advertising. We've been putting Shirley all over the site for years. Yeah. Never charged her a dime. Never will. Um, we just love her. We absolutely love her. If you come to the Welcome Center, you've got to go next door and meet Shirley. You'll spend 10 seconds with this woman. You'll understand why we love her so much. So one more thing that, or actually a couple more things I have for housekeeping. Um, As some of you may know, June 1st will mark the 15th anniversary of the Diz. It's a huge milestone. 15 years old. We are actually going to do our 15th anniversary show after John and Kevin return home from uh, from Italy. Obviously, doing an anniversary show without them is just pointless. So the June 6th show is going to be our 15th anniversary show. Um, but I thought it would be really cool to ask folks on the site. We're going to post this on the boards, too. Uh, we want to hear your Diz story, preferably recorded on your iPhone and send it to us. That's the easier easier way. Um, but if you have a picture of your family on vacation, of a, of a Disney vacation that you planned on the site, uh, send that to us with your Diz story. You can send it all in an email. You can write it out. You can record it. We'd prefer it if you recorded it, but it's just send us an email with some pictures that are okay for us to post on the site. We want to hear about you know what you've gotten out of the Diz, what the Diz means to you, and how it's helped you, how it's helped you plan, plan your trips and uh, help us celebrate our 15th, our 15th year online, which is just, every time Crazy, I say that yeah. out loud, I'm like, you can't be serious. I've been doing this 15 years. The email address to send that to podcast at wdwinfo.com. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing that. We'll be talking about those things and some other things we have planned on our June 6th show celebrating our 15 years. Maybe add anniversary to the subject line so we know. We get a lot of emails in that podcast account, so this might help us um, track those. Absolutely. Now, uh, one final thing. What? Oh, I have one, too. Oh, okay. Um, Well, one one final thing from me. (laughs) Um, We have finally received our the information for our 2013 exclusive Adventures by Disney trips uh, that we do. We do the Backstage Magic trips. Uh, we're doing two of those next year, but we're also doing two other special trips that we have not done before. So first, the Backstage Magic trip uh, will be June 9th through the 14th, 2013, and December 15th through the 20th, 2013. Those are $2,499 per adult, $2,379 per child, and $3,499 if you would like to go alone. And again, these are exclusive trips for the Diz Unplugged. And uh, the December one would be nice. Something different. See everything decorated. Decorated for the holidays. And uh, so those are the backstage magics. 
Like I said, we're doing two of those next year. It's very popular. Is it the same? Are they adding something different or new, or is it? Uh, they are, it up a they, bit? They've, they've they've made some changes to the itinerary during Hollywood. They've changed up some things in Hollywood. We still go to the Jim Henson Studios, though. We still go to uh, Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney Imagineering. Go to see Walt's apartment okay. in Disneyland, the behind-the-scenes tour at Disneyland that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, this is a very, very exclusive trip in terms of what Adventures by Disney does on these backstage That's magic. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, so very excited, very, very excited about that. Um, the other one that we're planning to do next year, which is one John and Kevin really excited about, is uh, Germany. Oh. Uh, Once Upon a Fairy Tale. Germany. Will be September 20th through the 28th of 2013. Cost for that one, 3729 per adult, 5289 for solo travelers. Wow. And uh, we're going to talk about some of these in, a, in, in the segment we're doing a little later on. But uh, the other one that was actually inspired by none other than Jimmy Leonard. Oh, um, oh yeah. When we were, we were at an event uh, in January and we was talking, we were, Jenny, Jimmy and Amy Leonard were there. And Jimmy mentioned that uh, it would be good if we did one of our podcast trips, uh, you know, here in the U.S. instead of always having them in Europe and things like that, as opposed to the backstage magic. Right. And he suggested the Spirit of America, oh. which is Washington D.C., Philadelphia. That would be awesome. Well, it will be. It will also be May twenty fourth through the thirty first. Of oh, 2000. Wow. Wonderful time. When we mentioned and, uh, that, Kathleen started saving her money. She's like, if you're going to go to that trip, I'm definitely going. So she, a lot of people are excited about the, that. Yeah. One. The cost on that one, 2929 per adult. That's for a double occupancy. 2789 for children. 4099 if you're traveling solo. Now, if you are interested in joining us on any of these trips, you just need to send an email to Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and he will add you to the list. This week while he's in Italy. Yeah. Well, we're not we're not booking them yet. We're going to actually open these up to general booking sometime in mid-June. The people who email us to go on the wait list will be the first ones that have a crack at it. And then after we've filled those spots, we open it up to general booking. So Backstage Magic, June 9th through the 14th. And December 15th through the 20th, Germany, Once Upon a Fairy Tale, September 20th through the 28th, and The Spirit of America, May 24th through May 31st. These are all podcast-exclusive trips. They're just us. You travel with a couple members of the team, at least, and a whole bunch of listeners, and every single one of these is an awesome time. So, yeah, like I said, these are exclusive trips, and... Uh, Real excited about doing them, and we'll talk more about some of the uh, things that are done on some of these itineraries uh, in the segment we're doing this week on 2013 Adventures by Disney Trips. So that is it for me. Who else has something for housekeeping? I do. I want to ask that um, anyone that has sailed on a Disney fantasy or will be to please go to the Diz and add your stateroom report. This is a big area of the site where people use to plan um, what staterooms they're going to book to see if it's a nice stateroom or not, if it's noisy. Um, we have a total of 3,800 reviews in total throughout all four ships, but we need more Disney fantasy reports. So if you've been on the, on the cruise or going soon, please go there and add that. I'll have a link to that in the show notes page as well. Uh, anything else? Yes, I have three. Okay, I'll talk fast. 
Teresa and I are doing the walk on Castaway Key, and we wanted to mention it to everybody because I see a lot of people are excited about the 5K that, that Disney runs. But we're going to have our own little 5K walk, run, stroll. stroll along. Stroll with the chicks on the island. But we're also going to have prizes. That's right. Disney doesn't offer prizes, so we're going to have that. So if you could, um, you know, we don't. And it's not who finishes first or anything, prizes. Right. It's just party favors kind of stuff. You know? But if you're signed up with us, we're going to give you something so that we know that you're part of our group rather than the people on the ship so that somebody else that's not with our group doesn't win that's the right. prize. Makes you special. A headdress? No. No. Special. Special. So if you could just give us an idea if you're coming or not. So we have an idea of right people to plan on and Teresa and I are also doing a silent auction to benefit give kids the world on the ship so if you have any donations if you could let Teresa or I know mine is Kathy W at Dreams Unlimited Travel and Teresa is T Eccles mm-hmm. at Dreams T. Unlimited Travel Teckles Teckles <laughs> so call me at Disney Cruise Line is it if it's Teckles? if it's small you can bring it on the cruise with you if it's bigger we ask you that you send a picture because then we're going to ask you if you would be kind enough to arrange the shipping to the person. Because I don't think most people are going to have enough room in their suitcases to bring back any kind of. We've got big some objects. interesting, fun, interesting things that have been mm-hmm. donated, and we're still waiting for some stuff from the people at the table here. So mine's in the car. Is it in the car? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cool. And finally, we there is a door decorating contest and a fish extender contest on the ship, and we're going to have ballots in the hospitality room where we're going to be handing out the credentials and at different times when events are going on in that room we'll have the ballots in there that you can vote for the room that you think is the best and we're going to announce the winners on the podcast that we do on the ship awesome simple little fun things Mm -hmm. that is fun that's great awesome thank you ladies anything else all right then i will do the news <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm, you know, I hope you don't mind. I'm dying to do the news. Does anybody die? <laughs> no, no one dies. Oh, good, good, good. No, I got some. I got some fun ones. I got some fun, fun news. Ones. Um, thanks to Apple's iCloud technology. <laughs> I will love this. Oh, one. I know. Kathy McCaffrey was able to catch the alleged thief of her iPhone stolen on a Disney cruise. McCaffrey's phone disappeared on the Disney Wonder in April, but this week new photos started showing up on her stream which is part of the uh, one of the services that you can enable on iCloud that pictures taken on your iPhone are sent to your stream and then are available to your other iDevices your iPad things like that there were several photos of a Disney Cruise Line employee named Nelson still wearing his Disney name tag McCaffrey posted 20 photos on Facebook in an album titled Stolen iPhone Adventures <laughs> which show Nelson and other DCL staff in staff only areas of the ship uh, in the album's comments McCaffrey uh, invited viewers to share the album on their own Facebook pages and uh, uh, commented that she had alerted the officials at Disney Cruise Line and forwarded the photos to them hopefully I'll get my phone back and maybe some free passes to Disneyland a response was issued from a Disney spokesperson saying that Disney is investigating the incident and the phone has been recovered. The phone is still on the Wonder, will be returned to McCaffrey when the ship returns to port. The crew member in question is on administrative leave 
and is not allowed in guest areas. However, as commenters on the article have pointed out, Nelson could have purchased the iPhone from someone else or had his photos taken by someone else. We don't know that Nelson was really the thief, but, you know. So he knew (laughs) that... He, well, we don't know. We don't know what Nelson knew. Well, he obviously, well, no, I mean, when he was person, posting the pictures, he knew that it was going to go to the cloud. No. no. Oh, he no. didn't know that. Not. No, okay. of course not. Okay. No, this is... Um, this, is, this, goes, this, this is one of those stupid thief uh, stories. Oh, guy stuck in the chimney kind of thing. Yeah, it's also okay. like when somebody steals your phone. If you have Find My Phone and you have another device, you can actually find that person. Mm-hmm. They've done that. You yeah. can actually find the location of the phone. You can also uh, shut the phone down. From uh, yeah. from within uh, erase it, uh, I, I, I cloud. So you can erase Fun. it. Yeah. Well, they were saying too that maybe they she had, the the owner had turned the phone the service off, but when he was near a Wi-Fi location, you can still use it that way, and it'll send the pictures up to the That's cloud. Right. It's like a month, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But it almost makes me want it to use the the cloud. Just in case something ever happened, because I don't, because I don't want it on all my devices. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to turn the streaming on, uh, but you can still use Find My iPhone. Oh yeah, I have and that. Find on. My iP- yeah. And Find My iPad. Those are mm-hmm. if you own an iDevice, that's a really, really, really good thing to turn on. Really. So is. this is a something on the phone, or is it an app that you? Purchase? It's it's through. Uh, uh, well, it used to be Mobile Me. Now it's iCloud. Right. Okay. You can even play a sound. If you lost yeah. your phone, send a message to the, the phone. Cushion. Katie's had me locate her phone. Answer. No, but I might. Katie's <laughs> had me locate her phone several times. Yeah, really? Just because she put it down somewhere and couldn't find it. So I usually yep. have somebody call me. Easy to do. I think this could have been a lot worse if this phone would have been in the hands of somebody on their college program, staying at Vistaway or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> these pictures would not have been the ones we saw. <laughs> no, but what was funny on her Facebook page with the pictures, she like had these like funny captions under them. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Nelson. I stole an iPhone. <laughs> Nelson likes to take pictures, and Capo said <laughs> with, a, with a stolen iPhone. Yeah, with a stolen iPhone, it was funny. Absolutely, very. This funny. must be Nelson's girlfriend. She had a rough <laughs> night last. But night. But I would recommend if you're on the ship and you're not using your phone, put your phone in the safe because we don't know how she lost it. Yeah. Anytime you have a valuable, you know, put it away so somebody's not tempted to take it. I can't be away from my phone that long. Oh, really? No. When I get on the cruise, it's like it goes in the safe oh, and that's it. Oh, that would it. be nice. But mm. it doesn't happen, oh, but it would okay. be nice. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not as important as you or are. Or use so. a lock, too. Lock yeah. your phone. When I went to Mardi Gras, I set a lock on my phone. I also set the like my image that shows up, like if found, like an if found message, reward, and my phone number and all that. Good I'm, idea. I'm, you know, I was preparing for the worst. Like my phone was <laughs> on the side that. of Bourbon Street or something. Wow. Yeah. All right. Our next news story Alani named in Condé Nast's hot list of new hotels. Disney's Alani Resort and Spa in Koalina, Hawaii, has been named one of the top 12 U.S. hotels on Condé Nast Traveler's 2012 hot list. Condé Nast puts out their hot list every May, detailing the hottest new hotels, spas, and restaurants of the year. The magazine's editors travel the globe and visit 172 hotels in 49 countries to come up with their recommendations. The editors were especially impressed with the Valley. I can't pronounce it. Uh, the pool area at the resort. Uh, one of the comments from the editors said, apart from the meet and greets with Mickey and Minnie and themed activities like Surf's Up Time with Chip and Dale, 
the property feels more like a five-star family-focused resort than a Disney showcase, and it lives up to its promise to educate kids about Hawaiian culture. The magazine, the magazine also gave top honors to uh, uh, Lanawai, the spa at Olani, in the hot spas section. Condé Nast mentioned Lanawai's six outdoor rain showers and the tranquil wood-paneled interior, and they had observed excellent technicians chose just the right massage pressure and product. Uh, making a making the hot list is a great honor for Olani, one that its guest guests feel is well deserved. I, I certainly think it deserves it. I absolutely think it deserves it, uh, especially if you're basing it on the pool and the spa. Um, both of those things at that resort are phenomenal. Uh, I know they have made some changes with dining. I haven't been out there since November, and I know we had some concerns about the dining options and the dining quality. Uh, I know some changes have been made. I'm hoping those have been improvements and they haven't gone backwards. But it's nice to see that Alani, you uh-huh. know. I get it. I mean, I love it. But they're having a hard time selling it. Hmm. They're having a hard time selling it. Alani is not... Uh, is not selling the way they want it. I mean, every time I see a photo of it or a mention of it, I'm like, I want to go back. Oh, I want to go back. I absolutely want to go back. Yeah. But I don't know that I want to spend seven days there again. Uh, what we want to do is uh, go like three or four pre-nights or post-nights and then do that seven-night Norwegian Pride of America cruise that island hops. And, I mean, they actually that, that cruise actually overnights in... Uh, in in uh, uh, Kona, I believe it is, and Kauai, or no Maui, Maui oh. and Kauai. It spent it, it docks and it overnights there. So what a lot of people do is they get a hotel room, you know, in Maui or wherever. Stay on the beach. Stay on the beach and get back on the ship the next day. Hmm. Um, and I think that's the way I would like to see Hawaii. I'd like to see more of the islands than just you know the self guided tour. Yeah. Exactly. So, but uh, you know, congratulations to Alani. All right. In our final news story, it's the time of year that Disney fans hate the most: the annual raising of the ticket prices. Pamplona has the running of the bulls. We have the raising of the ticket prices. Disneyland raised their ticket prices on Sunday, May twentieth, and depending on what kind of ticket you have or you'll be looking to purchase. It will be an increase of anywhere from $7 to $150. A one-day price ticket went up 9% from $80 to $87. The $150, the staggering $150 price increase was on the premium annual passes. Went from $499 to $649. It's a 30% increase and a substantial amount for guests to take on all at once. The pricing increase comes right before the opening of Cars Land, the newest addition to Disney's California, or excuse me, Disney California Adventure, which will open on June 15th. Disney spokeswoman Susie Brown said, like all businesses, we periodically evaluate and adjust our pricing structure to ensure we are offering a great entertainment value because you get a lot of entertainment value paying 30% more for your tickets. And uh, joining us on Skype uh, to discuss this the host of the Dis Unplugged Disneyland podcast, lovely and talented Mr. Tom Bell. How are you, Tom? Good. Hello, team. Hello. Hey. Hi. So, Tom, you're you're out there uh, in in California. You live out right. there. Um, are people freaking out in California over this? People are freaking out. Yeah, especially the annual pass holders. I mean, 
day day guests, like you said, the the increase is what anywhere from eight to maybe twenty percent, but that's only if you're buying the one day hopper. But thirty to thirty five percent on the annual passes is just extreme. Uh, you know, with with cars on coming, everyone expected a significant increase, but. But nobody this, expected this kind of increase. Nobody expected this kind of increase. No. Now what was the Southern, Southern California Select went from one ninety nine to two sixty nine. That's the pass that's good for hundred and seventy days. Thirty five percent increase. That's insane. Yeah. Now what was interesting though is the uh, the Premier Pass, which is the pass that is good in both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, not so big an increase. Thirteen percent. What a value. Well, I mean, honestly, when you combine the cost yeah. Oh, yeah. of a premium pass out there and a premium pass out here, it's a huge savings. It, it really is. is. Yeah, it is. Because it's only about $200 more than the Premier Pass now that what they're charging out there for the Premier Pass. I bought mine just in time, two days before it went up. Yeah. Can, yeah. can they make monthly payments like we can here in Yes, Orlando? they can. If you're well, in- what happens is uh, California residents only are able to make monthly payments on the, the deluxe and the premium but we can't make payments on the premier. Right. Neither so what we have to do is make, make the monthly payments on the premium and then pay the total difference between the premium and the premier. Oh, that's a, okay. I wonder if we can do that here. Cause I know we can't make the monthly payments on the, on the premium or, or the premier. Right. Um, so it'd be like a balloon payment kind of, you gotta, but pay maybe them. make the, yeah, you might want to, you know, just make the, uh, the monthly payments on the premium and then just pay the, the lump sum to upgrade. To the there, there are no yeah. discounts with the premier though like with the with the premium premium passes you can get the florida resident discount you can't you can't get that discount added no. to the premier it doesn't matter right. it's all the same well you see you know uh, there was a time when i railed about the ticket prices and the increases and then it kind of, a couple of years ago kind of dawned on me that you know unless i'm willing to stop paying it and not go then I really can't keep bitching about it. It's if I'm if I'm going to keep paying it, then clearly it's not too much for me. Right. And I've said that for every you know, if look, if if you're gonna if you're gonna complain about it, fine. But then don't go pay it. Don't go pay it. So interestingly enough, on the Disneyland uh, on Disneyland forum on disboards.com, there was a poll. Um, when your annual pass is up for renewal, will you renew at the new price structure? Now, keep in mind that this, for the most part, these people on the Disneyland forum are the hardcore Disneyland fans, which are the hardest core Disney fans in existence. 53% of the people answering that poll said no, they would not renew their annual pass because it was too expensive. They can't. 40, uh, 30% said they would uh, renew and keep their current pass level. 10, 10.5% said yes, they'll keep their pass, but they'll downgrade. And uh, just 6.5% said they're not going to renew, but for reasons other than cost. But I was stunned by that number. Now, that could just be anger. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, check back on a couple months and how yeah, many exactly. of those people that said that. No, they ahead. actually do that. That would make a big statement to Disney of 53% said I'm not going to renew because of this. But financially, if you have more than two children, it, it's going to 
that's a hunk of money. That is. That's a hunk of money, and if you can't, you know, well, can't afford it. Tom, off the off, yeah. off of the top of your head, do you know what the monthly payments are for one of the one of these annual passes? Uh, it used to be because you have to put uh, a one day ticket down, so eighty dollars down, and it used to be thirty four ninety two a month, and so net for a one for a premium premium, and so now I think it's going up to like forty seven or something like that a month. Mm. Wow. Do you think do you think these numbers are are real? Do you think there will be a fifty three percent drop in annual there's pass no holder renewals? There's no way. There's, yeah, mm-hmm. no. everybody's situation is different. If you go to Disney a lot, you're gonna you're gonna justify it no matter what. Right. See, well, I've, I've it, picked and choose. Uh, not all of my children have an annual pass because it. Grace has one because she goes a lot. Right. Stella doesn't have one because it doesn't pay because she doesn't go as much mm-hmm. as Grace. So, But then there's you know. others because I just renewed my premium pass. I went 95 times last year. Okay. So you figure <laughs> I went 95 times and I parked 95 times. Disney lost a lot of money on me. So yeah. I, I can't moan about ticket prices no you know i'm I'm gonna tell you what you know what i pay for that uh premiere pass because i'm out in california a lot uh the discounts that i get with it here and there now i mean they've been last few years they've been really good here about giving those annual pass discounts on things again once the economy went south once they needed the money we they started opening up those annual pass discounts i think Considering how often I go and how often I use it, and as you said, parking, the discounts I get on merchandise, mm-hmm. I think my pass is an extraordinarily mm-hmm. good deal. I feel good about what I paid for that pass because I got a lot of use out of it and it saved me money. See, I'm going yeah. there for a week and I still think it's going to be worth it, mm-hmm. worth that upgrade. Just, oh, it is. Just Absolutely. For the week. Absolutely. Just for seven days. And really, did people not think that once California Adventure opened up that they weren't going to raise they, the price? I, I think Tom will back me up on this. I think they expected the price to go up. I don't think not they like expected this. it to go up like not this. Not like this. This no. is substantial. And I, and I think what this is really going to hurt is the people who don't live in Southern California that make maybe two, three trips a year right. and get the annual, annual pass because it's a good value. And at this point, it may, may not mathematically work out anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it should be interesting to see. I mean, you know, okay, from a business perspective, they did just spend $400 million expanding California Adventure. I mean, and that's just on, on uh, Buena Vista Street and Cars Land. That's, I don't think that that's including what they did on Paradise Pier and what they did with World of Color. I think it was four hundred million. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Tom, but I believe it was just four hundred million for those. I thought it was more than that, but you could be right. I I, I kept reading four hundred million. I could be wrong, okay. but okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, four hundred million dollars. Yeah, they have to make that somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to have to make that somewhere. So, I mean, I understand it from a business perspective, but I also completely understand what the fans out there are saying. It's like you know, we're in a recession for God's sakes. I think a Walt Disney World increase is right around the corner. Oh yeah, oh, of course it is. Oh, it always especially with Fantasyland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no question. Yep. I mean, every year, every year. It's just, you know, I, and I ask the question every year, you know, how much is too much? What's the point? At what point? What's the price point? Is it that magic when passes, when a one day pass becomes more than $100? A one day one park pass? Because right now, Tom, a one day park hopper at Disneyland is like 106 bucks, isn't it? Uh, one day park hopper, 125 125 Wow. 
for a one-day park hopper. They only get you two parks. That's two parks. Pricey. So I mean, it's holy crap. So if you take your whole family, mm-hmm. we're talking six hundred bucks oh, yeah. just to walk in oh, the yeah. door. Just to walk in yeah. the door. Kid, kids are one nineteen. But still. Oh well, yeah. that makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I'll take them. But uh, that's wrong. But yeah, I mean that one went up nineteen percent, nineteen twenty percent. Now, if they try a 20% increase out here, the villagers will literally <laughs> storm the gate. Uh, be a lot of fire and pitchforks showing up at Disney. Now, I mean, as of right now, not including tax. Wait, is, is that? No, okay. Yeah, the one-day park hopper out here right now for an adult is $120, not including tax. It's $120 for a one-day park hopper out here. So currently... It is more expensive to park hop in Disneyland oh, wow. than it is to park hop in Disney World. Oh, but so you know that's going to change. I think, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I think the Disneyland price increase is a precursor mm-hmm. to what is going to happen r- right here. Yeah, check the parks blog this afternoon about four o'clock. Well, you think they're going up today? No, I'm just I'm just speculating. They always do it late in the afternoon on a Friday. Yes, it's gonna be any they time do. Now. Well, it's mm-hmm. it's it's in the industry. It's called putting it out with the trash. Um, yeah. But that's it's an old uh, it's an old model of releasing some releasing bad news late on a Friday because nobody reads the newspapers on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's by and by Monday something else has come along to take attention away from it. So it's called putting it out with the trash. But uh, this is the internet. <laughs> And there is no news cycle here. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you put it out at 4 o'clock on right. Friday. People are going to be talking about it at 8 o'clock on Monday morning. So, um, But, yeah, it should be interesting interesting to see. Um, and, uh, you know, that was... Uh, Sad. I mean, that was, people, were, people were, were and are up in arms over this. There were people lining up that Saturday night to renew their annual passes as early so that they could avoid the there were like two hour waits at the ticket gate wow. to get wow. office. Yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's amazing. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, wow. you know. Get it in while you can. Get yeah, it in while I you tried can. to renew my son's but he was at forty five days and you can only renew it forty days. So oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping I get to my renewal before the price goes up. My mine uh, mine's mine's eligible to renew on June 30th, I think it is, and uh, want to get in for that. So, all right, that is going to do it for the news for this week. We're going to move on to rapid fire. Who would like to go? Me, Corey. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, Discovery Co is offering an awesome um, package. One, if you buy one day at Discovery Cove, now it includes unlimited admission to SeaWorld and Aquatica for 14 um, consecutive days. Now, you can go before, during, or after your, C- your Discovery Cove visit, but now that, that price, starting from $229, will include both of those parks for up to 14 That's days. That's a deal. That's yeah. a good deal. Now, $229, I looked. You're not going to find that, that price until September. You're looking in the uh, mid-300s. For this Discovery Code price, but hey, at least you get, you know, these other parks unlimited. It's a great place to visit too. Absolutely, and that does include the. I keep threatening to dolphins. go to Aquatica, but we haven't done it yet. So. Oh, 
And he, the way he looks at me, I know you're so deprived. You go nowhere. <laughs> no, go I keep nowhere. trying to. I keep trying to get, think of. We'll try and fit Max. it in between Europe trips. Okay. <laughs> and also the um, the summer version of the Magic: The Memories in You premieres tonight. <gasps> we yep. are recording on the 25th of May. They're going to have a the uh, sandcastle overlay, um, ancient vine covered ruin, uh, colorful Ooh. finger painting uh, to a tropical aquarium. I'm gonna head out there tonight. Try to get cool. We're gonna go over too. It's gonna That's be fun. Pretty. Hosted by Phineas and Ferb. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, now nice. they're gonna be everywhere. Cool. They, yeah, they are. are man. Cool. Awesome. Thank you very much, Teresa. Oh, you're going this way? I'm you're very going. unpredictable. You are so <laughs> unpredictable. You don't know which way I'm going to go. Star Wars Droid Factory opening at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Disney's offering a new customized Star Wars merchandise experience for their guests. Although opening in conjunction with Star Wars Weekends, the Droid Factory will be a permanent fixture inside the merchandise location near Star Tours. At the Droid Factory, guests will be able to build their own R-series astromech droid figures like R2-D2. The three and three-fourths inch figure, little guy, can be created from a choice of 71 parts, all available in multiple colors. In addition to the standard droid bodies, novelty Disney hats can be added. Of course. Isn't that cool? Dustin, like a- are you on your way over to do that? <laughs> well, is it, is it like basically Mr. Potato Head? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's little pictures. Little Mr. Potato Head droid thing. Yeah, I might have to go over and do that. I think it's cute. Eleven ninety-five. Or a double pack for eighteen ninety five. Now, Dustin, do you consider yourself a huge Star Wars fan? Uh, I used to. Now it's kind of mellowed out a ever, little bit. Ever dress up? Yeah. <laughs> he dresses up all the time. Does Stephen? Does he still dress up? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, did do you dress? Did you dress up? Wait, behind closed doors, I don't know what's going on. Is that a closet door? <laughs> <laughs> so he, go, he goes to bed at night. The Princess Leia outfit comes on. Okay. Yeah, you know, I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> I'm not at liberty to disclose this information. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> so it's only the little trash can looking robot. It's not. R2-D2. It's an astromech droid. Okay, well, where's, where's the Han Solo little... Han Solo's not a droid. I know, but hu- it'd be cool to make human. little... Like a little Barbie Han Solo. Oh, and you Han could put Solo. your favorite parts on that carpet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, this is going downhill fast. <laughs> okay, who else has got... Oh. All right, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> Kathy, what do you have? I have that Disney has announced their 2013 Adventures by Disney itineraries. And we have a new Scotland one. We have the jewels of the Southeast Asia. We have a Costa Rica coast to coast. They've got, oh, geez, let's see, five, 11, what, there's 20-some itineraries for Disney. And Yeah, they've, they've been growing them each year. I mean, they added Greece last year. Um, the, uh, it's funny, the Scotland one, they're tying into... The upcoming movie Brave, brilliant, mm-hmm. which is yes. yeah, yeah. It's, is Absolutely. I don't know if that was planned or they just realized, oh hey, this That's was a lot of planning yeah. if they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but what's interesting is you know they do their on the Adventures by Disney website they do their trip at a glance, like the first thing worth mentioning like takes place on day five apparently, <laughs> which was the Loch Ness Exhibition Center and canoeing. Mm-hmm. So like I mean. Do you go canoeing and I guess you go canoeing in Loch Ness? Really? Yeah. Um, oh my! And uh, you know, what if that thing comes up out of the water? Actually? Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Better yeah. have your. It hasn't camera. happened yet. So vacation of a lifetime. What do you mean it hadn't happened yet? 
It's real. It's all photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the uh, day six, the Callanish uh, standing stone. Step between the mysterious standing stones, just as Marita does on her journey in Brave. Your guide reveals some of the scientific theories about the site, as well as the folklore surrounding how the stones came to be. Uh, then there's horseback riding and mountain biking at uh, Rothy Mercus. <laughs> the Rothy Mercus Estate uh, is one of the greatest tracts of natural forest in Britain. Spend the morning ride. Uh, spend the morning riding the Highland ponies. Yeah, uh, that sounds the, like a lot of fun. Go ahead. <laughs> Scotland sounds beautiful. It does. it does. Then there's Glamis Castle tour and archery. Guide share tales of royal intrigue as you explore the famous fortress rumored to be haunted by its ill-fated inhabitants. Hmm. Um, that should, that could be fun. Discover the surprising truth about Shakespeare's King Macbeth, and Mar- you know he was a woman. Yeah. And uh, marvel at the sumptuous sumptuous decor of this stately castle. Sumptuous? Yeah. I think I always thought sumptuous word. was food. That's what I thought. Food is sumptuous. Well, you that would be presumptuous of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Lord. <laughs> and apparently this is where the queen mother herself was born. Scotland. In Glamis Castle. <laughs> Stephen's over here cracking up. <laughs> He's losing it. Um, <laughs> And then a private tour of uh, Edinburgh Castle. It sounds like it'd be an awesome trip, I think. And uh, once the castle closes to the general public, join a guide for an exciting private tour of this magnificent monument. Be dazzled, dazzled, I say, by the Scottish crown jewels. All four of them, uh, which were lost for over a hundred years. And the Stone of Destiny, rumored to be Jacob's pillow from the book of Genesis. Hmm. Wow! And uh, wow. you know, it's an interesting. It, it is an interesting itinerary. Um, rates on that one are. I mean, this is an expensive trip. I mean, this is. Uh, I think it's uh, nine days, eight nights. Yep. Fifty one, fifty one, forty nine per adult. Whoa. Forty eight, eighty nine per child. Crazy. Yeah. It sounds interesting, but I mean, of all the twenty-eight itineraries, I wouldn't pick this one. To not over first. some of the other ones, no. Not if, yeah, not if I hadn't done so, some of the other ones. I agree. But I think you also need to mention, you know, when they say it's like tied into a Disney movie, it's not like you're doing Disney on these ABD tours. Correct. It's you know they're gonna sure they're gonna tie it into things, but you're gonna have a really good time when they show you all the sites, and you're gonna be able to see so much more than you would if you tried to do this on your own well like you said you go when the castle's closed there's a lot of things that you get exclusive access to a lot of this stuff i mean it's definitely this is definitely a a a premier trip all of these abds are definitely premier trips uh cambodia uh laos and vietnam the southeast asia trip is also new for next year there that's interesting on day two uh these are the highlights from their site uh, day two is a uh, a coach takes you to the mighty Mekong River Delta, oh, where you okay. board a uh, roofed touring boat that glides over the waters past colorful cl- colorful floating markets. That sounds fun. Uh, day four, the ancient ancient Hoi An. Ah. Join your adventure guides for a walk through this historic gem, the ancient village Hoi An. Feel time stand still in this living museum as you pass ornate temples, well-preserved historic buildings, and lively markets. Um, okay, this is, they, they lose me on day seven. A sunrise study with a Tai Chi master. 
<laughs> you're, you're not, uh, meet a Tai Chi master Hi. in the park and fun. learn the gentle art of Tai Chi in a private group lesson. Experience how graceful, low impact meditation in motion helps reduce stress and improve general health. Do they have smoking breaks? <laughs> Is there coffee being served? I thought that would have screamed, Pete. <laughs> uh, day nine, uh, alms offering and Mount Fusi hike. Rise and greet the monks before breakfast. Oh, we are so not doing this. Uh, as they gather alms, sit on a cushion amongst the locals and participate in this amongst ancient... Amongst the locals? Uh, amongst the... Yeah, the unwashed, yeah. apparently. Uh, in this ancient, In this ancient practice, as you give an offering of sticky rice procured by your adventure guides. Next, hike up the steps of Mount Fusi, <laughs> the holy mountain. You sure to it's see not Mount Fuji? No, Fusi, no. P-H-O-U-S-I. Mount Fuji is in Japan. Yes. We are in. We are now in <laughs> Cambodia. Oh, I knew Fusi. that. Um, like Fusi. Oh, I love that pasta. The uh, American education system at work. Um, then there's an organic rice farm. Visit Ooh. an organic community farm and discover what it's like to live off the land. I'd rather not. Uh, try your hand at any or all of the 13 stages of rice production. From planting to threshing. Walking through the little rice paddies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got, you know, we've got, thrash it. we've got a, a Tai Chi session at sunrise. Not going to happen. Hanging with the monks. We they lost them at sunrise. <laughs> you have hiking up Mount Fusi. Not going to happen. Just to an R rating. You have uh, uh, an organic rice farm thrashing and planting. But if they give you a little hat while you're out there working the rice paddies, that might be good. And then there's horseback riding in Cambodia. See, that uh, discover Cambodia with two trail guides as you travel through the countryside on horseback. That poor horse would die with me on it. Get this fat ass American off of me. Wonder what the food's like. Wonder what, what fine dining you'll have. Lots of rice. They make sure that you have sticky rice. And then the uh, the Tuk Tuk Temple treasure hunt. Adults and junior adventurers alike participate in a treasure hunt. Apparently, I think this is they look for the Scottish crown jewels that were lost. <laughs> Um, as they explore the temples of Angkor Archaeological Park by Tuk Tuk, an area-covered <laughs> cart pulled by a motorcycle. Um, your licensed guide unveils surprising stories about this park. I, Wait a minute. What's pulled by a motorcycle? A rickshaw or something? Or you what? do a treasure it's hunt a as they explore the temples of whatever, 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 an airy-covered <laughs> cart pulled by a motorcycle. <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Um an airy cart, and, and these are um, again. Uh, these are ex- well, actually. It's funny that Scotland is more expensive than Cambodia. Than Cambodia. Well, um, prices are ranging between forty eight hundred and forty nine hundred. Um, no, I'm sorry. There's only one. There's only one date, June tenth to the twenty first. That's uh, forty nine eighty nine. The rest of them are forty eight forty nine. Costs more to go into the and Scottish this is twelve castle. days. This is twelve days, eleven nights versus nine wow. days, eight nights with the Scotland one. Well, see the <coughs> Cambodian. Well, that's because you give like two two temples in, cheaper than the. Well, I think in, in Vietnam, if you give them a U.S. dollar, that they, they like can open up a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they don't have a lot of money, so maybe that's why. I don't know, but um, I mean, I I like that they're. I like that Adventures by Disney is finally doing well enough that they can try out new and some of these locations. new exotic locations. Yeah, I mean they've got so many. I mean, 
going around the table, I'm sure there's one here for everybody. And we probably all would have like a different one that we would want to do. So you think Disney's reach, they've got it all covered for you. Yeah, I think there's something for everybody for sure. I mean, these these trips aren't cheap. So maybe some of the people they're attracting have already been to Italy several times. Mm-hmm. Have, you know, they've done Germany. They've, they've done a lot of these. Now they get to do something more exotic. I mean, I... You know, or let, even let, let, let me start back at Italy and go to Greece and do those in Australia. I was going to say, I go you know, like for Germany, like grow my rice. relatives all came from Germany. So this would be a good way, you know, like if you wanted to take your family back and yeah. show them like where your ancestors came from, that you would get to see much more than you would if you tried to went to go to Germany on your own and say, now, what is it I'm supposed to go see? Yeah. But it's, yeah, different people are going to go to Europe than are going to go to Cambodia or even Central or South America, I think. The one I would like to go see is the one, I'm not sure which one it is, that they take you to Normandy, where they show you, like, where the... That's the France trip. Okay. That's the, that's a, that's a, that was another new one last year. And we all got a book about that. The storming, yep. If you're a previous guest of Adventures by Disney, there are certain things they do throughout the year you'll get little uh, little presents from them. Actually, not little. They're really nice. Yes, they're very um, nice. Last year, we got a... Uh, I know we got some stuff uh, about Greece. We got a, a really great box of stuff all about Greece to promote that trip. Uh, then they sent us this that, that coffee table book on, mm-hmm. on Normandy Beach uh, to promote the France trip. Uh, we got a beautiful book a couple weeks ago on the art of... Oh, that Brave. Yeah. Of, of Brave. That was nice. Yeah. That was incredible. Kept that far away from the kids. And yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And also, if you're a previous guest uh, of Adventures by Disney, when you book another adventure, they will send a, a car service to pick you up and bring you to the airport uh, from your home. So that basically, you know, just you know, walk out your front door. I take care of you. Your yeah. adventure starts. So <laughs> I'm uh, looking at the Southeast Asia map and. Throughout those 12 days, you have to hop on four different flights. Hmm. Really? Yeah. From day two, day one to two, um, you go on to Hoi An, and then you go into Hanoi, and then you fly off to Luang Prabang. I'm butchering all these. And then um, after eight, day eight, nine, you fly off to uh, Angkor Wat. Yeah, so... It's fun listening to us try and pronounce these names. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, everyone I have ever talked to that has ever been to Vietnam has said the same thing. It is absolutely incredible. Yeah. They have said the same thing. I, I don't know. It's not one of those things that I have thought, you know, really thought seriously about doing. But, um, you know, it's just not one of when I list the places in my head that I want to see. Vietnam isn't one of them, but everybody tells me how amazing it is. And the same thing with Alaska. I was never, you know, if I got to go to Alaska, great. But I, you know, it's Alaska. What am I going to see? You know, icebergs and polar bears. And well, not polar bears, but you know what I'm saying. But then we did it, it was and it was incredible. unbelievable. It was just incredible. So I'm trying to think along those lines too. Is this something common that you fly this many times between in your, Australia you fly twice yeah in Australia yeah it's only twice this is unusual I mean, this, we'll do it this is a very amazing race looking if but you're I'm trying wondering. to cover everything there's a you know you can't spend two days on a bus so you right. gotta I don't, I'm not sure how, how big the country is but I'm imagining maybe the the roads are not 
you know, it's, they probably don't have super highways to get you from one. So it's got to be plain. I don't you get know. pulled in an airy cart with your I would yeah. think yeah. if you served in Vietnam and you didn't come back with issues, you would want to take your family and show them some of this stuff. I think that's the perfect yeah, but you served in Vietnam. Yeah, I've never a, seen anyone who came back without issues. Is the problem. But you, well, a, you know, taking a cruise down the Mekong River Delta, you start having a flashback. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm ugly. saying, you know, like anywhere else, like you know, some of the different places. Like I want to go back to Africa, and to be able to take my family to go back to see Africa, Africa would be awesome. So I, I that would the, be one of my trips. I would love to see is the South Africa one. I think that would be incredible. You know, so I said I, I think they they've they've got enough here that you know if you need to go back, it and should see. interest everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got to be honest. I'm I'm very excited about doing the uh, uh, the Mid Atlantic one, the the Washington D.C. I am too. Yeah, that one. I'm, sounds I, very I think exciting. it's going to be. I Would think be it's a weeper. That was very interesting because everyone there's a lot of people our age who was there talking and they're like. Wow, I haven't been there since. You know, when you're seventh grade and you're a safety patrol and you got to go to the Washington, D.C.? I've that's seen the, that picture. That's the last time everyone <laughs> got to go. I, the last time, well, no, I had friends and I had friends that lived in Washington, so as an adult, I did go, but never went and saw anything. The only time I ever saw anything in our nation's capital was in seventh grade when I went. I was really? Everyone patrol. was saying the I same thing, and we were all like, I'd love to go see it now. So that's Jimmy Lou brought that up, and we started talking, and then we're like, that was a great idea. It starts in Philadelphia. It starts in Philadelphia, and then we do a tour of Philadelphia by trolley. Do Independence Hall, uh, the Liberty Bell. Um, oh my gosh. We have lunch in, in the heart of Washington D.C. We kayak on the Potomac River. Nice. Um, well, wow. like Pocahontas. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and then let's see what else we do. Uh, the Iwo Jima Monument. Um, the Arlington National Cemetery. Oh, wow. Monticello. That's awesome. Barbecue yeah. at Columbia Island Marina. Mm. Afternoon in Washington. Afternoon and evening on your own in Washington. How many nights is that? This is an eight-day, seven-night. Really? Yes, it is. Then we do Monticello. Uh, Monticello, depending on how you pronounce it. Monticello. And uh, then there's Disney Movie Night. Let's throw that in. Uh <laughs> We go to get, go to Gettysburg, uh, Gettysburg National Park. Oh wow! And uh, have you? Mm-hmm. I've ex- never been east <coughs> except for flying through. I, I think mean. it would be awesome. Explore Getty, Gettysburg with a costumed guide. <gasps> Lunch at Mount Vernon. Uh, I've seen all these places. <laughs> They're it's really nice. In person? Mm-hmm. Really? We used to take trips, like driving trips. So we went south. We never went. I've never been east except flying through airports. That's just. I just think it sounds fascinating. It's, it's I, you know, and uh, this is stuff, you know, this is one I have to take my mom on. Oh, yeah. Because this is one of the things she wants to do. You know, and it's funny because for most of my life, I lived about a three and a half hour drive from Washington, D.C. Like I said, I, would, I went a couple times because I had friends living there. I want to go see the Smithsonian mm-hmm. again. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah, I would love to see the museums, you know, and, and stuff like that. And plus, it's right here. And what's nice about this trip, one of the reasons we thought this trip would be a good idea to do as one of our trips next year, was that, you know, for some people at least in the Northeast, you don't have to fly there. Right. You can drive. And, you know, that saves money. Yeah. Saves money. So. They also had the, the Constitution, right, on display? The original? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought, I thought uh, I so, Nicolas yeah. Cage had that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I hope he, he, gave, yeah, it hope back. he gave it back. <laughs> so I, you know, I think. Uh, the new itineraries 
interesting. Uh, there are still, I think for me, trips I want to do on the old, the old other itineraries. One of these days, I'll get to do that Viva Italia. John and Kevin have done it three times. Mm. I haven't done it once. I have to get and do that trip. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that they've... Uh, I, I think that I, I honestly think Josh Demaro, the new, the guy who took over a few years ago as the, the head of Adventures by Disney, is doing an amazing job. I think he's really pulling it together, Definitely. and growing it. And you know, I wish him nothing but the best. I think this is one of the best products Disney has. Honest to God, I know it's expensive. You've heard me say it before, but it is an awesome, awesome, awesome experience. You will not regret spending the money. Every person I've ever talked to who's done an Adventures by Disney vacation started off saying, wow, this is expensive, and ends up saying it was worth every penny. Everyone has always said that. You're right. So, you know, think about that. Thank you, Kathy. Walter. <clears throat> James Cameron revealed that the Avatar Land will include a ride that st simulates flight. This is the first mm. specific detail that's been announced. The popular film Avatar will be coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom in 2015. Disney's park newest adventure will happen in cooperation with Jam James Cameron, Lightstorm Entertainment, and Fox's Film Entertainment. Lightstorm Entertainment and Disney Imagineers will work together to bring the fantasy world to the parks as constructed in the first Avatar-themed land and will begin in 2013. The project is currently in design phase. Um, Disney says Animal Kingdom is a great fit for the project because it was created to give guests opportunities to experience the world of animals in nature, real and mythical, in new ways. Animal Kingdom also celebrates adventures, living in harmony with nature, and environmental stewardship, themes that were deeply rooted in the story Avatar. So that would be started in 2013. It's coming in 2015. I think they should be able to do a great job with that. I think so, too. Although I'm Disney refused to comment on his, his statement about that. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think Disney just needs to get used to the fact it's James Cameron, and he's going to say whatever he wants, yeah. and they can't do a damn thing about it. Yeah. And that's the way it ought to be. That's the way it ought to be. The man's created like three of the biggest, most successful franchises in movie history. Well, Titanic wasn't a franchise. But... Uh, uh, yeah, I want to see the Terminator. What's that? Uh? I want to see the sequel. Yeah, the sequel to Titanic. <laughs> um, but no, Terminator and and now Avatar are both, uh, uh, you know, they're both franchise films. So I'm very excited to see. I can't what wait. he does. They should be able to do some awesome stuff with that. I mean, the sky's the limit. Well, it depends on how much money they're willing to spend. Mm -hmm. That's true. You Simulating know. flight, so Soren, roller coaster. No, I think it's. I think it's going to have to be. I, th I think. I, I think this is an area that is going to just be technologically unbelievable. I'm I think it's hoping. going to have to be. It's going to have to be. Uh, how you think you of do? simulated flight? You think of you think of Soren. You think of, um, you know, Forbidden Journey. One of the best rides is the little par the pterodactyl ride at Universal. That's what I was going to say. But you, you have to have a kid to ride right. it. Right. But that's awesome. If they could do that with the bird-like creatures, that would be fantastic. Well, we'll see. We'll so. see. Very excited. Yep. All right. That will do it for Rapid Fire. And that will also do it for this uh, episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember... 
stay out of the damn lakes.